Welcome to Breaking Ice and Building Bridges from Possibilities. I'm Kelly Johnson. And I'm Byron Jackson. Glad you're here. Connecting a community through conversation. Hello, this is Byron Jackson with Breaking Ice, Building Bridges. I hope that is the correct name because I always get the wrong name. <laughs> and a happy day here. It's a happy day for me. I have across from me, Caitlin. Caitlin, what is your last name? Post. Caitlin Post. Yes. KP. KP. Yes. That is for, so has anyone ever called you the initials? They actually have. Um, KP, did you ever watch Disney Channel? Um, I, I don't know if your kids were young enough, but there was a show called Kim Possible, and her nickname was KP, and that was kind of like a show that was popular when I was in middle school. So that became um, that became my nickname for a while, actually. So K KP. <laughs> KP. KP. Yes. Now, what kind of child were you in middle school? Oh, I was um, a little rebellious, but like quietly rebellious. So it was passive aggressive. A bit, yes, <laughs> a bit. I, I was a passive aggressive <laughs> rebellious. I was. I wanted to be. See, the thing is, is like I yearned to be a rebel, but. I also yearned to be liked and um, accepted, and so there was a piece of me that didn't feel like that rebel would would um, fit in with that. And so I, I kind of shut my rebel out for until I was a teenager. Then I was ready, like, and I was in high school, college. That's when my real rebellion, I guess, stage kind of so came. When, <laughs> so rebellion, uh, when you were in middle school, you... Um, I was going to ask you a question I completely forgot, so I'll just go on to my next question. So the word respect, what does that mean to you? Respect. Yeah. To acknowledge that we all have differences of opinions and to be able to sit in unconditional love with those differences um, and to... Um, to look at people with eyes of compassion, even when um, you know that they may believe differently than you. I think that's really at the core respect is, and, and, and knowing that you're taking radical responsibility over your own um, your own system so that you can then... Um, your own, I guess, your own belief systems and stuff and, and questioning your own stuff so you know how to respect others and, and their differences. So tell me a time when you were in middle school when someone showed you respect. We're going to connect it back to middle school. You know, hmm, taking it way back. High school. I'll go with one. Okay. And then that'll help you yeah. too. Yeah. Help me build the story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was trying to figure if you're being rebellious or not. Is she being rebellious or she just doesn't know? <laughs> I, uh, when I was in, uh, I was such a people pleaser as mm -hmm. a young kid that I never sit around and 
thought that somebody wanted to actually hear my thoughts. Yeah. And so I just was, all my responses was based on whether people, mm. what I thought people wanted to hear. Right. And I remember uh, having this teacher, a social studies teacher, that asked me, what did I think about something? Mm. And it just, I don't think I, I can't remember what I, I don't think I ever answered, but it was the first person that showed me mm. enough respect to go, what do you think? Mm, to care about your opinion. Yeah. And and then you, and that, yes. Mm. I know those teachers really play a big, big role in our lives. Yeah. They have a huge impact. So it's so important when, you come into the role of a teacher that you truly can get out of your own self and care and have empathy over the children and the other humans that you're teaching and knowing that and having that respect and that dignity of knowing that you may have different beliefs and you may do things differently, but I'm still here to support you and acknowledge you. Um, you are a teacher to me. How so? Uh, you really helped me with uh, being very intentional about the words that I say. Mm. And uh, I, you, for one, you take like a lot of time to really think about questions and stuff. Yeah, intentional. So I believe, well, I think because we live in such a fast world, and we live in um, a society, especially here um, in in America, where it's just a constant go, 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 that we forget to sometimes take a step back and think about the impact that our words actually have. And and I had to to actually sit down with myself and look at the the impact that my words have had on my own life. Which is quite a visual. It is. Sitting down with yourself. It is. It's, it's deep work. Yeah. And um, now you're, you're ver now, are, are you a serious person? Yes, I'm. I'm trying yes. not to be as much though anymore because I've realized that that's really had a deep impact too. Of, of just taking things so seriously, it's hardened a lot of my pieces of my heart, especially where we live today, how how we we behave and all of the war that we see to take it so seriously all the time okay has... best best comedy movie that you mm. can think of oh and see the best comedy yeah. movie that i can think of and when you put me on the spot like that I, like I'm every, every the... comedy movie that i can think of just, well, just goes down the drain tell me what um I mean, Step Brothers is hilarious. That is. It's all. It's always one that makes me laugh. Um, the drums. It's brothers the drums. And, the drums. <laughs> and the bunk bed. It's it's a funny movie. It's hilarious. Um, trying to think if there's any other really good comedies that have. Mine. I grew up on. Uh, all my movies would be banned today, which I think they should be mm. mandatory. Shown in every college, Blazing Saddles. I've never even what? heard of that. Really? <laughs> it's uh, Mel Brooks, and it's about a black cowboy mm. going to this town, mm. and they offend 
every gender, race, within like the first five minutes. Mm. And so, uh, but what I like about it is it really highlights stuff that we should really pay attention to, but it's like very, very. It's like there's the deeper meaning. It's the paradox. It's the paradoxes. It's the paradox of. Yeah. And so, so I like that. My uh, hope with you as a friend would always be to um, that you would trust me enough that you could let your playful side. Oh out. yeah, see that is I do notice that's a thing with me is is um, having had faced trauma in my life, I've noticed that um, more of the playful side does start taking more um, or less effort as I become trusting with the people that I'm around and I feel more comfortable to play. Because really at the end of the day, I I don't, I believe that um, like basically the past doesn't really exist. The future doesn't really exist. We're all just living in this now moment. And that, that means my inner child still exists in me today. And she had to face a lot of pain and, um, and she kind of lost that of the the um, the ability to play so much because she 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 put up walls of protection, um, and as I'm nourishing her today and and mothering myself and loving myself the way I know she would have wanted me to love her, um, or would have wanted a supportive parent to love her, she's more willing to come out and play. And now, where did you grow up at? I grew up in North Oklahoma City. Um, and I grew up, um, I went to high school at Putnam City North. And so traumatic childhood. Yeah, I had a traumatic childhood. I mean, I think we can all say that we've faced some type of childhood trauma in today's society, you know, at some, um, some. Others more than. Others more than some. I had a mother who was, who, who really struggled with mental health, who really struggled with addiction, um, who, who did the best she could, but she she was trying to break general generational curses that she just didn't have the strength to break, um, and and my, my father same with him, and um, my, my mother passed away in August, and since I actually feel more liberated, and there's been a lot of healing that's occurred in that space. My dad, um, he died uh, drunk on a toilet. Mm-hmm. And uh, he actually had, had a stroke, mm-hmm. but he would come home and drink so much that my mom just thought he was just drunk again. But he had actually yeah. shit on himself and had a stroke and lay yeah. in his own crap for mm-hmm. hours. So you know the addiction struggle. And, uh, <laughs> and so mm-hmm. I'm in recovery. Mm-hmm. And many times, because he died in, like, 90, I think, around 92. And so I think, boy, there, if he was born in a different time, it would have been easier for him to get um, recovery. Right. But it was... But it was his journey. It was his journey. And was, because of that, he planted seeds for you to become into... To, be in recovery. I agree that too. I agree that. And you get to be the one to break that cycle. Yeah. yeah. 
and and we each break different cycles because I mean we hold so much pain and trauma. We hold seven generations from blood our bloodline, um, uh, and I mean when you think seven generations of pain and trauma and cer- especially specific different um, cultures and different. Um, just everything that we faced, different, you know, in different. I'm actually reading a book called "The Grandmother's." My grandmother's, yes. My grandma, hands. Yes, I've I've heard of that book. Really? Yes. And so it's about racial trauma from mm-hmm. generation to generation, mm-hmm. and it's just... and really the way we react to each other mm. has much more to do with past generations. It does than it does what's happening between you and I. Absolutely. I agree with that. I do too. And when we can come together into a place of unified harmony within our own system, then it it can really, um, I mean, that's how we break the cycle. That's how we stop. We stop reacting out of triggers and we, we find it within ourselves and we start responding with ears of understanding and words of compassion because no trigger met with judgment and shame is going to heal. Yeah, no. That's, did you make that up? No, I believe it. I do too. I just thought I, I was <laughs> going to quote you on it. I just yeah, thought. that was a quote I just came up with. You can quote me. So we got to get you to watch more. Uh, comedy movies? Comedy movies. <laughs> Animal House is pretty good too. Animal House. I have. I think I've seen that one actually. Um. There's some, there's some good ones. There are some good ones. Now, what's the one? Uh, Legally Blonde? Legally Blonde. That used to be like a favorite when I was, I guess I was in like middle school, high school. That's pretty That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Because it, it talks a lot about um, stereotypes that we have about people. They do. And, and we can find all kinds of truths hidden in movies that, um, that have such good true um, concepts to foster into our day-to-day lives, really, even in those just little funny movies. I think that's something about me. I always try to find the deeper meanings and things, and sometimes I do just want to watch a funny movie and laugh. I was going to say, this, <laughs> why does well, it have to be deeper? <laughs> well, see, my, 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 my role with you is to actually help to, be, to find your play. Yeah, I think so too. I think you can help me with that. I, I'm a. I like to play. I know. I and I appreciate that about you, because you have to. Yeah. This is play, though. This is play. This is fun for me. This is like, and that's really what life is. Is a big game. Yes, it is. I agree. Right. And so when you can start having that that kind of mindset about life, rather than, oh, my life is just this big dark cloud kind of thing like it is and being a creative like you have to play it can get really dark being a creative and you're not playing i uh, (laughs) i'll come into the office sometimes and people will be really intense Mm. like the world's gonna end i go okay guys this will be okay even if it ends we'll be okay we'll be okay so we will you have a great great spirit Thank you. I agree with you on that one. I really love my spirit. Um, Yes, you do too. Thank you. 
Thank you. If you could pick a word uh, for today, what would your word be? Oh, a word for today. I do like these focus words is what I call them, um, intentional focus words. So I'm going to really be intentional with that word. Receive. I want to be in the receiving mode. So my word for the day is to just receive. Receive the play. Receive the fruits of my hard work. Receive the um, the energy of love. Receive the energy of, of peace and joy. So receive with all those other words in them too. <laughs> I want to take your word with Can I share your word? You can share my word. That is a great word. Mm. So we'll receive. In the receiving mode, I am ready to receive all the goodness. You know, it's been interesting, like, being in charge of a place. Mm. But my uh, my whole philosophy, at first it wasn't like this, but it, my whole philosophy has been open hand, meaning mm. uh, to receive and to give mm. freely mm-hmm. and that uh, other yes. things will take care of of itself Mm. and so it's one thing saying that thing it's another thing basing your entire business on this um because if it doesn't but it has worked so far but i really do try to when there's reciprocity there yes it works yeah because that's how the earth works and when we work yes with the earth and we work in harmony with giving and receiving and reciprocity everything really does align yeah, I, I like my board of directors. They're very, they have a lot of fear. And so they go, mm. well, what about, what if we don't have enough? And what did mm. And I go. You always have enough. Yeah, there's, mm. and I think that that is one of the uh, paradigms of nonprofits. Mm. Yeah. That, and that we just kind of pour us. Help us. That lack mentality. Yes. Victim mentality. And And that's not what it's supposed to be. And so how do we empower Mm. other people to get out of their stuff if we see ourselves as victims? Right. You can't. You have to become the empowered healer if you want to help heal the world. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. So receive today. To receive. Thank you very much. Have we got a minute yet? Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) I... I just know this, like, <laughs> psychic. Well, thank you. How has this been since we, it was spurred the moment? Loved it so much. I feel lit up and excited. Well, good. You're very good at this. Thank you. I think so, too. Maybe you should have your own show. I believe I am going to have I already have it. It's already written. Okay. It's already written. Jasmine said yes. <laughs> it is already written. I have my own show. At least laugh at that. I will tell you, I have to go. <laughs> I went to see the new Batman. There, And my whole thought was, I wish they would have had one joke in this darn movie. Then <laughs> 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 Batman does get really serious it's, sometimes. He's, a, he's, so, he's very... He, don't be, don't he, be Batman. He had a lot of childhood trauma, though. <laughs> he did. Don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't be Batman. This is Byron Jackson mm. with uh, Caitlin. And thank you very much, Caitlin, for being here. Thank you. And the rest of you have a very peaceful day. So Bye-bye. much gratitude. Thank you. Bye-bye.
Breaking Ice, Building Bridges is the Possibilities Community Podcast Platform. Thanks for tuning in.